Welcome to Property Nomads. Welcome to episode 382, the housing alert gap between sold house prices and asking prices is a staggering 22% at the moment. Before we go into why that's the case, just a reminder that our friends at Progressive Property are holding their flagship event, Multiple Streams of Property Income. It's in London. It's the 16th, uh, which is tomorrow, 16th, 17th and 18th of June. It's a fantastic event. We've been a few times uh, to London One and the Peterborough One. It's absolutely wonderful. You'll meet loads of investors. You'll learn a lot about buy-to-let, service accommodation, deal packaging, uh, mindset bits and pieces as well. It's a fantastic networking opportunity and a, a good time to uh, get out there and see what opportunities there are out there. Multiple streams of property income, 16th, 17th, 18th of June. The link to get access to the event is in the show notes. If you're watching this on YouTube, it will just be in the box below. So housing alert, gap between sold house prices and asking prices apparently is around 22% at the moment. This has been dragged from the Daily Mail. Also, this is money.co.uk. So the report is the average asking price of new listings on Rightmove was apparently £365,000 in March. But the average sold price on the land registry was £290,000. Also claiming that a third of all properties on the market have had uh, a price cut, according to Rightmove. So let's also look at why this might be the case. So why is the housing market, uh, say, teetering on the brink? But why are there issues bubbling up at the moment? Well, a couple of things. Number one, we've seen the Bank of England base rate go from 0% to uh, around 5% in the last 12 to 18 months. That's an unprecedented hike. We've had pandemics. We have had lockdowns, all that sort of stuff. We've had... Uh, governments trying to stimulate the housing market through uh, stamp duty relief uh, incentives to first-time buyers. And once you've taken all of that into consideration, currency printing as well, uh, trying to uh, inflate the asset bubble that is housing, there's only so much that that can take. There's only so much that that can go up. That's why in the last you know, two to three years, we, in generically speaking, house prices have gone up. But now because of the increased interest rates, et cetera, et cetera, we're now starting to see the, the market might have hit a peak and it's starting to come back down. Now, I said back in 2021, I think it was, that there would be a lot of issues in housing because of the amount of policy that was being printed because of furlough and lockdowns and uh, the amount of cash that was just being handed out. Uh, by government and and generated by the Bank of England. And I said uh, on an episode uh, a while ago with uh, the founders of Savoy's Properties that I thought 2021 would be very dangerous for the housing market. Now, I'll hold my hands up. I was completely wrong on that. uh, I think I was just jumping the gun a little bit. Even a broken clock is correct twice a day, as they say. But all of this is starting to have an impact now. And this is why we're seeing that what a home is listed for, uh, and in comparison to what they're selling for, there's a big swing. Mortgages have become 
uh, I would imagine, a lot less affordable to most people because of the uh, increase in rates as well. Uh, going through the article uh, says, and you know this, I know this, uh, comparing the two indices is, is not perfect. Uh, land registry is a bit slow. Uh, it's useful, but it's a bit slow. It does say that the size of the gap still suggests that homeowners are cutting their asking prices significantly. Well, yes, um, I imagine if you're a homeowner and you want to try and cash in maybe at the top of a market, you're going to want to try and do that. But you have to remember that people that are now buying, if they're going to need mortgages and so forth to purchase, they're going to uh, struggle with that a lot more. I will actually be speaking uh, Mark Champ from Wolf Financial back on the podcast in the next week or two. So listen out for that episode. Mark will go through things um, as well. So in a nutshell, the 22% difference between what things are being listed for and what things are going for, it's not a surprise. People are finding it uh, a lot more uh, difficult to either, from an investor point of view, finance deals. Um, it's becoming, it's not impossible, it's far from impossible, but it's certainly become a lot more challenging at the moment, to say the least, again, through economic factors that we've already discussed. And it's probably only going to get worse with uh, more rate hikes, I would imagine. Um, I believe that's that's coming. I believe the Bank of England, uh, e, you know, the, the ECB, uh, even the Fed over in the USA, I think they're going to continue hiking rates until they think they've got inflation under control when I don't think we're anywhere near that happening. And they're going to continue to rise until they ultimately break the market, uh, which is not a good thing. Uh, we did see last week that the EU has come out and said, yeah, we're in recession uh, and Germany is uh, a bit of an issue at the moment. That's not for this podcast, but I think that starts to tell you everything that you need to know about what is going on at the moment. It's um, a lot of crazy stuff out there. Uh, feel sorry for estate agents and all of this. Uh, going back to the article, um, you know, a couple of things here. Sometimes as we all know agents like to overvalue things sometimes. And um, yeah, this is where they sort of shoot themselves in the foot, especially if you're selling and you, you know, an agent's valued at say £300,000 and now the best that someone's going to offer you is 240 or 230 uh, you know, you feel like you've uh, just lost out on 60 grand, hypothetically. So that's never a good thing. But it, this does happen. Uh, sometimes overvaluations do happen. And again, in the rising market, that's not a bad thing. But when the market's in a sort of mm, stagnant slash declining phase like it is at the moment, or and it's going to continue uh, moving forward, the residential market, it, it makes the state agents look bad. But it's all part of... You know, still part of the arm negotiation. But in a nutshell, this is probably going to continue going on for a while. Uh, again, from a homeowner's point of view, you're going to want to cash in as best as you can. From a buying point of view, there's always deals to be done, but the, the cost of finance has obviously increased. The numbers, if you're looking at it from a buy-to-let investment, uh, the numbers have become in a lot more challenging. So from an investment point of view, that's why we're seeing... Um, more property onto the market as well because of all these changes in the rental space as well. That's probably not helping this article either. A lot of crazy stuff going on, but we have to ask ourselves why 
this is happening. And again, it's down to all the economic factors that we've discussed before that we've spoken about on the podcast. And these are the things that we've got to bring to light. This is why we changed and tweaked property nomads to start talking more about this sort of stuff because we don't want to sound like weird people that are constantly being taken by surprise by things that we feel we should know stuff about, i.e. the macroeconomics, the, the, the bigger, wider world of what's going on, how that's affecting property and other things moving forward. As I mentioned at the start, uh, multiple streams of property income in London. Uh, the link to the event is in the show notes. Please go and check that out. Uh, and as usual, please uh, subscribe to the podcast. If you're on YouTube, uh, press that bell button, subscribe. Uh, that'll give you more notifications. We're pushing out much more content uh, moving forwards. Uh, we feel that we've we've got to get our message out as well. We haven't been doing a great job at that in the last couple of years. I'll hold my hands up to that. I take responsibility for that. We've now got to push our message out even more, more content, deep diving into uh, a lot more things. So we appreciate your patience and also say in order to help us help you, please share the podcast with as many people as you can. Uh, like us on YouTube, subscribe to notifications on YouTube and let's all push this out as much as we can. Uh, as usual, I'll see you in the next video. Thanks for listening to Property Nomads. In order to find out what we get up to outside of the podcast, please do go and subscribe to our newsletter at tpnpodcast.com. That's tpnpodcast.com. Scroll down on the main page, join the TPN newsletter. It only comes out once a month. You'll also get a free gift for joining the mailing list as well. And you will then have access to other things that we offer outside of the podcast. So once again, head over to tpnpodcast.com. Mm-hmm.